Hello and welcome to Lockdown Made Me Do It, a podcast that highlights the positive actions people made during the coronavirus pandemic. That's absolutely right. This is episode two of the podcast. Uh, If you missed the first one, well, you missed an absolute treat because we chatted to Taylor and Xander, who are part of the band Not Now Norman. They're based in Berwick-upon-Tweed and every single day since lockdown began in March 2020, they have been doing live streams online to the fans of the band. I mean, doing anything every single day during lockdown is a feat in itself so massive credit to them make sure you go and listen to that one if you haven't listened already but laura what are we doing on today's podcast well today james we are going to be talking about fitness and exercise and we are going to be talking to kate stanforth who is a disabled dance teacher about her weekly inclusive dance lessons so here's kate explaining why she started streaming these mainly for to keep me busy and occupied because I was missing out going to my usual dance classes to teach um, and I knew that I wanted to help other people as well who were in a similar situation who felt a bit lost because they couldn't go out, they couldn't continue to do their everyday activities. So we'll be hearing more from Kate a little bit later on but this is Lockdown Made Me Do It. This is Lockdown Made Me Do It. I'm Laura Northmore and this is James Rowe and today we are talking about all things fitness and exercise which has been a massive topic over the past 12 months. I mean it always has been but lockdown, everybody's wanted to get moving, you know, daily walks, allocate, what's it, the allocated exercise? That was the allocated (laughs) daily exercise and everybody was like, okay, let's get fit and it's either been okay, I've had a dramatic transformation or um, wait, um, Netflix. So what was your experience <laughs> with fitness and exercise, James? You were very reluctant there to say Netflix. I feel like you didn't have a dramatic transformation. You instead just decided to watch Netflix. Have I called you out there? Have I spotted you there? I mean, yeah, there's only so much I can do because I've got chronic illnesses. So I have to like watch what I'm doing. I've made my d- dog dance around the kitchen, so I feel you like I on episode one, didn't you? So you have actually you have actually done some very exciting stuff because I was just probably just going to mention the two words that everybody probably hates by now, Joe and Wix. But uh, presumably, you've just focused all your attention on Toby, your new dog. Yeah, Toby, my lovely Toby. Um, I have sat on a chair and just thrown a lot of a lot of toys, to be honest. Um, <laughs> So maybe he's had more fitness than you have. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he's got so much energy. To be honest, I think just watching him run around burns calories because it's just exhausting. I wish watching Joe Wicks, just watching Joe Wicks help burn calories because, of course, uh, everybody should probably know this by now, but obviously Joe Wicks was doing these, what he called PE lessons at the beginning of lockdown. And I, I had no interest in them for, for weeks and weeks. And then I thought, right, I'm going to give one a go. And bear in mind, they're called PE lessons, and he was doing them for, for children, as in small infants. God, blimey, there's no way a child could have done any of that, because I gave one, I gave a few a go, actually, but my first one, wow, that, I mean, he was like, okay, 30 seconds, 20 seconds rest, I thought, yeah, that's absolutely fine. I, I needed about 20 minutes rest in between all the exercise, for goodness sake. It was ridiculous, there's no way a child could be doing any of that. 
I did. I was not aware of this. I did not know that you did Joe Wick. I did. Yeah. Well, I, as I said, I did it a few times. It was. It. I could probably count them on one hand how many times I did them. I just couldn't keep the motivation up. I love that though. I mean, my sister. I. My sister Holly. Shout out. Uh, my sister did couch to five k for about four weeks. Um, she did really well. The only reason I do couch to five k if there was like a, a Greg's at the at the end of the five k. If I had to run five k to a Greg's, probably, there probably is a Greg's five k away from my house. Maybe I should just do that. I could do couch to couch to Greg's and then Greg's to couch. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> we've gone well off track here, haven't we? We've we've got an interview to come up. Do you want to? <laughs> should we get to the interview? Yeah, let's get to the interview, James. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Um, So today we are going to be talking to Kate Stanforth, who has been utilising her skills in dance and made it very inclusive during this lockdown. So she has started live streams and made them accessible for everybody and all points of mobility. So made them inclusive for all ability levels from people who are fully physically able to people with disabilities and who can do them sitting down in their wheelchairs and stream them free every week online during lockdown. So as always, we ask Kate, how are you? Oh, well, I'm doing okay at the moment. I think I'm managing okay-ish, but I think this is my third time I'm shielding now. And um, especially because it's in January, it is just a little bit depressing I'm not gonna lie I think it's a very difficult time of year and I think we all kind of hoped that it would be over now or at least be looking a lot better than it is so um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it's easy and I think everybody else is pretty much in the same situation but yeah it's it's not the most uh easier situations I know that one of the things that you like to do in these kind of situations when you're feeling down is dance and you're a disabled dance teacher. So tell us a bit about this and what was your journey to this career path? Yes, yeah, so I um, I started dancing when I was two and then I was training to be a professional ballet dancer. So I was classically trained and um, I went into professional training when I was eight years old and I had to stop training unfortunately when I was 14 and that's when I got um, ME was my first diagnosis and then from then on my health continued to decline I got diagnosed with more conditions Um, EDS was one of them and there's a big syncope and then I just kept on (laughs) adding to the conditions and my health unfortunately got more complex and I never I never recovered from that. I'm 26 years old now, so I've been ill about 12 years. And um, I honestly thought that I would never be able to dance again. And I know that's like one of these cliche things that you see a lot of the time and people have got ill and they think that we'll never be able to dance again. But I really didn't because I was so unwell when I first got ill. I was paralyzed at one point and I just didn't really know what my future held. Um, so it took a long time um I think it was about five years where my health was just too bad to do really anything I was pretty much um bed bound or house bound a lot of the time and then um I slowly managed to get a little bit better and stabilized and I started um doing my dance teacher's qualification and teaching from my wheelchair and that's how I got to where I am today really I I teach from my wheelchair for small 
amounts of time and um, dance for very small amounts of time. And that's how I got into the dance industry. So pre-lockdown then, you were obviously doing these dance classes, which I guess for yourself is very empowering and for people you are teaching is is also very empowering. What was it like when you first heard that, you know, lockdown was going to come into place? How were you originally feeling about how you were going to still be able to continue doing any of this? Um, When it first came into place, first of all, it was a very anxious time for a lot of people in the disabled community because we had no idea what was happening. I mean, the government weren't giving us any clues as to how long we were going to be shielding or how long people with, you know, chronic illnesses were needed to be extra cautious for. And we just kind of were felt very lost. And that's when I decided to start the dance classes, mainly for to keep me busy and occupied because I was missing out going to my usual dance classes to teach and I kind of wanted to continue things like that Um, and I knew that I wanted to help other people as well who were in a similar situation who felt a bit lost because they couldn't go out they couldn't continue to do their everyday activities. So you posted these free inclusive dance classes every week on Instagram what was the response to these classes? The response was pretty amazing, actually. Um, I started off by doing Instagram live classes. And then when I started getting a lot of views, um, I realised that I just needed to start doing some more regular classes. So I held um, I held an event actually called Together We Dance, where I got some dance professionals who were um, like dancing in the West End and big musicals to help me out as well. And um, it got so big that I had people joining in from all over the world. And also Channel 4 had picked me up to do a small kind of mini documentary on it. So, yeah, it grew quite fast. So, you know, you've got people around the UK, around the world, joining in with these classes that you're doing. You've got broadcasters in the UK, like Channel 4, who are who are picking them up because clearly they are very impressed. I can't imagine you ever thought, you know, it would have such a big impact. but at what point did you sort of sit back and realise, wow, you know, I am actually doing a bloody good thing here? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not really sure I really realised it until way, way later on, until I think it was after the Channel 4 um, kind of little series went out. I looked back and when it had, all the clips had been put together, I was like, OK, this has been a really, really good thing. And um, I've really, really enjoyed doing it. But I guess I never really look at it as something that I've just done because like a lot of people have taken part in it. So although I've kind of hosted it and I have put in an awful lot of effort to it, you know, you've got to remember that the people who've taken part have put in so much energy to it because I'm, I'm still chronically ill, I'm still disabled, but I remember when I was a lot iller and just to get up and to say log on and to watch the dance or to take part in it and things like that that takes so much energy for someone and to for them to put in the energy for my dance class means an awful lot so I think it's like a really big group effort so I'm just kind of proud of everybody who's who's took part and enjoyed doing what they do.
fingers crossed at some point in 2021 we're going to find ourselves back to what we would class as a normal life so what's it going to be like for for you once we get out of lockdown we return to normal are you going to continue with the online classes are you going to try and get back to normal you obviously say how important the online stuff has been so presumably you want to try and keep up some of that for some of the people that you've been empowering to get involved in these classes yeah my my main goal all the time is to it's just been to run these inclusive dance classes that's what I absolutely love doing um my my big issue is that I've got absolutely no funding stream to do it so I've spent the past year working for free doing my um inclusive dance classes and as lovely as it is, it's just not sustainable. So it's getting a funding stream so that I can continue my online dance classes and continue doing that. And um, so I will 100% be doing my inclusive dance classes and making sure everything's available online. But I also want to start teaching in person and um, because you get a different feeling when you teach people in person because it's it's just such a a personal connection when um, you get to go into a studio and you get to see students. Um, so in an ideal world, I'd be able to do both. I'd be able to teach people online and I'd be able to have a few students in my dance studio. Um, but obviously there's a lot of things that need to fall into place, such as COVID being nice to us and um, funding and things like that. So yeah, we've just got to see what this year brings really. So with all of these things available online, as well as dance, we've got Joe Wicks, we've got all these different kind of, you know, ABBA hit workouts on YouTube. Do you think all these changes have positively impacted the way kind of the world of fitness and exercise is seen overall? I think that the fitness industry um, in particular has become more diverse. And especially when I can see, you know, children's programs and um, there's a lot more children's educational programs that are going on to help over COVID. They seem to have a bigger range of people who are on TV doing the fitness and it's not all kind of gym related. There is like yoga, like you say, and dance classes and um, even stuff like meditation, which I think is really useful. So yeah, I definitely think um, it's it's really good and it's definitely heading in the right direction. For people listening then who have, you know, been inspired to to maybe take something, take some new fitness classes up or anything like that, where can people find you online? How can people get involved with the stuff that you've been doing? Um, I'm at, my name is Kate Stanforth and I'm Kate Stanforth on all my social media. So that is where you'll find me really. Um, on Instagram, a lot of my stuff is at the moment and I don't really have any dance classes live at the moment because I'm getting my extra teaching qualification. But um, after February half term, that's when I'm going to start my dance teaching again. So that's when my classes will be live and I'll link all my classes through my Instagram and my Facebook. So if you just search my name, I'm sure I'll pop up somewhere. (laughs) So, yes, if you search Kate's name online, she'll come up and you can see all of the incredible things she gets up to. And she also has an incredibly cute dog too, James, called Spencer. He was actually her assistance dog. And he is so, so intelligent and clever. I like how you managed just to bring any conversation around back to a dog. Whether it's about Toby or whatever. It's just, whatever's happened, I don't care. I just want to talk about a dog. He's very cute. And he also, like, dances with Kate. So he's very clever. 
But how motivational is Kate, though? Because obviously everything she said there, you know, she did it for herself, but also to try and empower other people. And, you know, we discussed it before the interview itself. And I said I wasn't very motivated even for myself. So I just find it so, so impressive how people can be in that mind frame to do things not just for themselves, but for so many other people as well. Yeah, like I've known Kate for nearly 10 years and it's incredible what she's done. Her lessons have had people from all over the world and people from all different ability groups and it's just made dance fun. She's done so many different styles of dance. She's had musicals like classic ballet. She did um, a dance all kind of like themed around like the NHS, like thank you NHS. That was really cool um it's it's been so lovely and she's like such a kind person and she like puts her all into it and it it made like made exercise really fun um I've done a couple of her classes and um it's just nice to be able to kind of with lockdown just to be able to kind of zone out for a bit and do something different and uh definitely Kate's classes really do that. No you're absolutely right and uh, fair play to you as well for, for getting involved in those more clearly more exercise than uh, than I've ever done at least during <laughs> lockdown anyway I assure you I have done exercise in the past I just it just happens that during lockdown I haven't done Run into Greg's yeah. <laughs> Run into yeah. Greg's of course. <laughs> uh, anyway uh, it's probably about time to, to end today's episode but we will of course be back uh, with another episode very very soon focusing on the work that businesses have been doing to adapt during lockdown itself but in the meantime don't forget to subscribe leave us a review and rate us five stars